0: Your loves like a melody Playing for us in the sweetest key You can find the music of love And when we touch (laughs) There's a warmest glow Heating the passion that I all right sorry, is that Tamia? yeah All right, for this blast for them from the past. <laughs> I was listening to it in the shower to me Tamia, to me it's pretty flawless she I mean damn flawless like I don't there's nothing wrong with her.
1: Her voice is pretty flawless too. I love her tone she's very it's very clear and she's mm. really one of the more consistent vocalists of our time. Mm.
0: And she doesn't do too much. Wildly
1: over underrated.
0: Wildly Wildly underrated. underrated.
1: Wildly underrated. Is it wild, widely or wildly? Both, actually, I think are appropriate. But wow, wow, wow. Um, (laughs) Let's not make this about coconuts. Let's not. Wow, 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 pots. Oh, my gosh. Praise the Lord, niggas. Welcome, welcome. Welcome me. Welcome you. Welcome back to episode 37 of Getting Grown with Jade and Kia, where we discuss all things adulting. The triumphs, the trials, the tests, the turns, the twists, the taboos, all (laughs) things associated with being an adult in the year of our Lord,
0: 2017. Also the tantalizing. Huh? The, also, the, the tantal, the tantalizing, <laughs> the tantalizing what? Of the the tantalizing um, uh, things that come <laughs> along with being an adult. Yes, it is bills and it is hardships, but being an adult also means that you can eat cookies for dinner if you so feel like it. Because you're a grown woman, you can do whatever you want, <laughs> ever you want. In
1: yeah. the words of Beyonce. Yes, Giselle Beyonce, Giselle, Knowles, Carter, Bata, the mother of Blue, uh, Sir, and Rumi. (laughs) All three of them. We speak your name, sis. What's up, girl? What's going on? How's life? What's cracking? Busy,
0: fast. It's busy, it's fast, and it's coming at me quickly. And I had to dodge it today. And, uh, lay down and take a nap. I literally didn't know what to do. Like I stood there for a second. and I got really overwhelmed. And I sat on the couch and I said, I'm just going to go to sleep for 20 minutes. And I had contractors in my office and I turned to them and I said, I'm going to go to sleep for 20 minutes. If you need me, you can, you can, you can, you know, shake me a little bit, but I'm really going to try to go to sleep for 20 minutes. So they left me alone.
1: <laughs> like a nap at work.
0: 20 minutes I did. I took a power
1: nap. Power naps have never it. worked for me. They, they're they just a waste of time. They don't do anything <laughs> but make me angry. I do not feel rejuvenated after 20 minutes of rest.
0: I was pretty irritated, but it's its fine.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe my circadian rhythms. How are you? <laughs> um, I'm okay. I'm, I'm, I'm hanging in. I just was saying, I don't think my circadian rhythms are 20 minutes long. Or I don't know if that's what that means, but 20... 20- 20 minutes worth of sleep is just about as useless as uh, useless gets.
0: No, I'm definitely one of those. um, I'm definitely a snoozer. Like every minute that I can get, I'm trying to soak it up.
1: I mean, in theory, it sounds absolutely amazing. And I mean, maybe I've just not done it correctly, or maybe I've been too tired or however, the times that I've tried to sleep for 20 minutes, I don't wake up feeling like, woo, that was great. I feel like, man, I was just getting started. (laughs) I was literally just getting...
0: It's like being fed an appetizer and nothing else.
1: Right. It's just like you gave me this small bite and uh, it's not enough to satiate me.
0: No, No, my 20 minutes are more so for survival because if I don't know what to do in that moment, I need to just go to sleep for a second. And if I don't, I might I don't know what's gonna happen, but I feel like it's not gonna be good. I watch a lot of snapped, so oh, I'm man. not sure. I can't watch <laughs> snapped anymore. I can't watch a lot of the things what? that I used to
1: watch. I don't know. I feel I, my oh, nerves yes. since I started watching the ID Discovery channel, my nerves mm. are just so bad. They are fried. They look like Naomi Campbell's
0: edges. So they're non-existent.
1: They're fraying. They're literally just drifting on this. memories. That's what they are.
0: They are. They are almost extinct.
1: They are on the endangered species list, right that next to fucked. pandas <laughs> and
0: <laughs> Naomi edges. Just, just, just add them.
1: Add them to the list.
0: Elephants And Kea's nerves Yes Right there Right there And Viv- Vivica's edges as well Vivica
1: might have edges Up underneath all them Synthetic wigs
0: Sis, I've seen it She don't got no edges uh, I don't know Nah oh. Fam That was more than forehead
1: <sighs> Vivica We miss you sis Anyway Yeah So what's happening In the world What's the tea As the young people say
0: I think the biggest thing right now that I've seen, I didn't get to spend a lot of time on the Internet, but um, Keaton Jones, the young man who Mm. was bullied and how people, uh, you know, spoke up for him and so forth and so on, which was admirable and it's still admirable. It's fine. But come to find out his his mother, who is a allegedly a MAGA, a who a MAGA.
1: I don't know what that means.
0: Uh, make America great again. Oh, girl,
1: she's an idiot. Yeah. Oh, okay, you could have just said that. yes.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I thought okay. I did. Well, but... <laughs> I mean, I don't know the
1: acronym, but now
0: I know. I'm in the know now. So apparently, his mother is a MAGA. And, <laughs> Why don't we call uh, set up I
1: a... <laughs> I don't want you I to call them that.
0: That sounds no. I don't. I'm not saying it in an endearing way by by any means. It's more like a villain. A maggot. That sounds way more yeah, appropriate. That's I mean. I'm saying it in French, maga. Is that you made that up? <laughs> I did. Okay, so what about his mama? It, his mama was so. Anyway, set red up heads. a GoFundMe or whatever. She she set up a GoFundMe or a pay, you PayPal whatever the fuck, and and niggas donated to it. Like people donated to this boy. It was mad. Because he was crying money, about nothing. being a bully, being bullied. Correct? Yes. Which okay, bullying see, is okay. you know. It's awful. And we have many examples of children every single day who are committing suicide because they, you know, they're being bullied. And it takes such a toll. It takes such a toll. And bullying is disgusting. I don't understand, though, what setting up a GoFundMe is going to do. I don't. Are you going to pay the bullies? That was going to be my
1: question. Like, what would be the purpose? And that would be my question for those who donated. We're what were we raising money for? Exactly.
0: We were raising not we, not not they, we, because they, them, nothing happening over this direction. Fifty seven thousand dollars, but in why? What for? What exactly? That is the, that is the question. A wrinkle in time. Mm. Yeah, fifty seven thousand dollars, mm. and this mad Confederate, you know, pictures and shit online of their family being full blown idiot supporters. So I've not heard
1: much either. I've had a super busy day at work and I was not on the Twitter sphere, in the Twitter sphere, roaming about. But from what I was able to do in just a quick series of Googles, or what they're able to learn in a quick series of Googles, was that the young man uh was was bullied um because he was allegedly calling black and brown children at his school nigga.
0: Oh, um I did not hear that part of it. Mm.
1: So <laughs> I mean I still I still um, have lots of questions, but uh uh-huh.
0: so many questions. you know, I just and I understand that we're a passionate uh generation. We love to come to the aid and speak about those who need to be defended, self-included, but we just got to do a little bit more research before we we run. A, we just run amok just doing things. You can't just be out here just doing things. You can't. Why are you donating? Money? I don't understand what the donation is going to do. So who? So are, are these
1: other. Um, waspy families <laughs> donating to this cause? <laughs> or is this like a worldwide like, you know, people of all races, creeds, colors have donated. Yes, that part. Okay That part Yeah I'm gonna Everybody. have to look into this more I'm not prepared I apologize to those Who expected me to have A full-fledged comment I don't have anything No, it's
0: just, t- it's just part of the-
1: I don't have I don't have it's anything not- I don't know I'm reticent I'm reticent <laughs> To uh, Words More words I'm reticent words. to share I'm re- re- I'm, I don't feel like I know enough information To speak about this Um I do. I don't know much about algebra, but I do know that calling people the n word all willy-nilly will get your shoulders clapped.
0: Will get your shoulders clapped, or you're gonna have the entire school calling you inch until you decide to leave. Is that what they were calling him? No, that's that white girl I told you about. One of her, one of her legs was shorter than the other one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. You're so. You see, bullying. <laughs> no, that's not bullying. Call me a
1: nigger. Oh <laughs>
0: my goodness. What are we going to do? Call me a nigga. I don't don't know what to tell you.
1: I don't know. I don't know that I've ever been
0: called a nigga to my face. I have. Yes, I have. That white girl called me a nigga. And yeah, she called me a nigga. She paid for it, but she did. I think the Lord is
1: gracious and kind and wise in all of his ways. And that has not been a part of my experience on the earth just yet. I don't know how I would react.
0: I've been called a nigger bitch on the road.
1: Mm. Mm. I just don't know. But listen, y'all stop giving your money away so freely.
0: <laughs> That's all. I mean, just think about it before you just start. I mean, doing I understand stuff. that, you know
1: I mean, just not not at all saying that we should not donate or support causes that are worthy. Mm-mm. But I, I do feel like there's a responsibility on those who ask or request for money to, you know, at least give us give, you know, you have to you have to provide a basis for which people can, you know, stand on mm-hmm. in their in their gifts, in their benevolence. Like you don't want, you know, you just cannot say life is hard and I want y'all to get help pay my bills for 3 months cuz that's not Yeah, cuz we
0: we all are actually. All my
1: life I had to fight, you know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> my uncles, my brothers, my, and my daddy. daddy, I had
1: to fight my cousins, I had to fight my uncles
0: <laughs> and so the it's... niggas in school. I um tangent so, why? Because this this goes to your point about personal responsibility. I am all about one thing. One thing my family doesn't do um, is give people. We don't give homeless people money. But if somebody says they're hungry, we never deny anybody any food. So we'll be we'll do whatever we whatever it is that we can to get them some food. But I don't know what your habits are. I don't know what I don't know what this money's going towards. So I'd rather make sure that I'm helping in a way that I know, you know, is going to make me feel better. So I remember one time I was younger, we were in the car with my mom and there was this lady and my mother never believed in giving money either, but she'd always buy something to eat. And there was this black lady outside, she, this homeless lady or allegedly homeless. And um, she came up to the window and my mom was like, you know what? I can't see a black woman like this. Like I got to give her something. So she gave my sister the money. My sister rolled down the window and went to go hand the lady the money. Lady was thankful, gracious, rolled the window up. We drove off. My sister turns to me and my mom and goes, why were her nails painted? <laughs> well, listen. <laughs> they were really, really nice. And we were like, so you're observing her nails as you're handing her this money and you continue to hand her this money? Oh. We were like, don't you see what's happening here? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. So to go to your point, make sure you're always looking at the nails. Like, you got to just pay attention I to mean, the details.
1: Somebody could have gave that lady some nail polish and she painted her own nails Man. to make herself feel
0: better. My homegirl Tina down the street, whose name is not no, Tina, painted them nails. No. I just Yeah, like, fam, that lady had a full-blown manicure. You ain't see him. Your sister saw them. She said she had a full-blown manicure. She was like, her nails look so your, nice.
1: You can give her a se- yourself a manicure and your nails can look nice.
0: We're just going to I agree just, to disagree.
1: Well, that's fine. <laughs> I just don't know that we should cape. Now I'm I don't know if we should. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't
0: I say know. all that to say, be careful and be <laughs> observant and do your research before you start handing out your dollars.
1: Oh, Lord. That's, that's true.
0: That's very true.
1: Um, Are we going to address Drea? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to let you do it first since you chock full of chuckles.
0: (laughs) No, you go You got all the
1: giggles. (laughs) I'm going to let you get it out.
0: I can't because it's really no laughing matter. She's a terrible mother. (laughs) I think that um,
1: what bothers me, what troubles me the most is like the exasperation in Drea's tone in the comment. I mean...
0: I mean, (laughs) I mean. She said it's not that I am irritated with signing this thing. I'm tired of hearing it. Let me explain something to you. Noah had to bring a song home and she's got to sing this song. She goes to dance class. She's got to learn these little routines and so so forth and so on. Practice her little steps. Why am I getting ready to to destroy this child's self-esteem and also, like, incriminate myself and put it out on the internet that I'm tired of doing something for my child. It's sad. It really made me sad because, you know, it was just like, ain't no more,
1: ain't no... I don't want to say ain't no more, but it was like, yeah, I really sat in, in thought for a long time. I tried to think... I know that I got on my mother's nerves at least 99% of the time. And she told me. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> But I was, I, I really could not imagine my mother refusing to do anything um, associated to like, especially that like was like associated with like school or my homework or anything like that. Education. Like,
0: no. My livelihood no, is a no, growing no, no, person. No, 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 no. Like I just. Society.
1: And I just, I recognize that my mother is a different, she's a different breed of mom. You know what I'm saying? Me and uh, Fury was talking about this over the weekend Like our parents were the parents who gave us supplementary homework in addition to what the teacher assigned and would, you know, my mother made it her business to become, to develop a working professional relationship with each one of my teachers. I knew how to read uh, it. I mean, aside, I just, I just feel like, I don't know. It was, it was just so much wrong. It was so much wrong in the, in the comment, the worst part of it was just like at the end when she was just like, Is it just me? Or what did she say? Like, I don't
0: know. I was just like, yeah. Yes, girl, it
1: is just you. It's it is just absolutely you and, just and, you. And
0: all the other terrible it mothers takes of America. Literally
1: but... a quarter
0: of a second to sign your name to
1: a piece of paper.
0: And how much of your time is it taking out of your day to listen to your child recite something that he needs for school? when most of the time you're taking selfies anyway. I, that was my question. I actually tweeted,
1: I commented onto the post. I don't know that I was, uh, she responded. I don't think she did. She might've blocked me, but I just asked, what else do you have to do? Oh, <laughs> what other, well, I don't... What, what else do you have to do? Do you have any other job or responsibility right now other than, <laughs> other than seeing to it that your son completes his homework? and receives full credit for the assignments that he's actually done. So, like, the boy did his homework. Like, I mean, what kind of the message that we're sending? The boy did his homework. And because you didn't sign it, he didn't get full credit. So what if next time he's like, F F that, I'm not finna do nothing. (laughs) Like,
0: No, because clearly this child raises himself. Like, we've seen evidence that this child is raising himself. She's a terrible mom, and I don't. And I, peop there are people out there. who yeah, shouldn't I'm. Say I'm not.
1: That. I, I, I don't I feel like that. I can say it because I'm not a mom at all. But I,
0: I am. But, I will. <laughs> and I, I do have feel and like I, stand I by do it.
1: feel like there is something terribly wrong, <laughs> terribly <laughs> wrong. When I mean, and as my grandma would say, Drea I don't even have sense enough to be ashamed. <laughs> like. <laughs> She doesn't even have <laughs> enough sense to be ashamed of the stupid things that she says. She doesn't. No. Since 2013, Sh- Drea has been making horrible decisions on the internet. On the internet, my nigga. And, like, and she continues to do it. Like, we can count on Drea to do something dumb like this just about every six months. We can count on her. Just like Just she like daylight savings time, like she just. We just know that she's coming. You're gonna spring forward and fall back, and say something stupid. That's what you're gonna do, Dre. You're gonna like, come on. I just, I just, I get upset. I get upset. I can't. I can't
0: she's awful she's awful I'm sure it stems back to some terrible parenting in her own life I don't know but you know what really frightens me what really frightens me (laughs) she's like daylight saving you are still tickled yeah because that's funny as hell she's like daylight saving time oh my god oh my god um what really frightens me Is the fact that she does These things on the internet And like you said Every six months She pops up with something Stupider than the last time Because I didn't even think She could top Her biggest stunt Of leaving her kid at home Left that baby with Some Pop-Tarts And some Sweet Tarts <laughs> Some Hot Pockets Some Hot Pockets And some Sprees That uh, baby <laughs> with Some Nerds and, and Some Sunny D Some
1: Ramen noodles. Oh my god like, <laughs> Not... Oh my god Oh, my God. Some pizza rolls and some Capri (laughs) Sun. Just snacks. That baby was living (laughs) off of snacks.
0: (laughs) Bagel bites. Just living out of the microwave. Poor thing. Oh, that poor child. That poor, poor, poor child. But what frightens me is the fact that we see these things on the Internet every few months Every day, though she's with this kid, I assume. I'm just gonna. Con-
1: I am. I'm gonna commit myself to praying for Dre's Dre's son on a Keep daily him. basis.
0: Keep that kid.
1: Keep him. I'm gonna. I'm gonna wrap him up in prayer. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be my reasonable service. Please, because we have to pray. We have to pray that's for the orphans of the world. That's
0: all you can do. But anyway, um, that's all I have. Is is. Uh is that. I think that's enough. That's, I'm overwhelmed. I, yeah. Dre is trying. Let us
1: move forward. Let us move forward to the um, shout out to my
0: sis. My sis is popping right now. Like, Hey
1: there boys and girls. It's time for shout out to my sis. This week we will be shouting out one of the sponsors of Typing Fast hey. and Taking Care DC which will be taking place this Friday. I cannot wait. In the District of Columbia. Oh. Man, it's going to be a move. <laughs> I'm filled with all kinds of nauseous anxiety, but I feel like some I'm just going to put it in God's hands and and trust and believe that, the yes, the best is yet to come. So one of our sponsors will be featured on our shout-out to to uh, my sis today um, and the person of Nikki um, from zeninajar.com. That's Z-E-N-I-N-A-J-A-R.com. Uh, luxury care for the mind, body, and space. Uh, Nikki offers uh, scents, facial care. Um, so, scents in terms of candles. She has facial care in terms of body uh, oils, um, body polish, Ooh. shea butter, uh, goat's milk soap, um, ha- hair and body milk mist. Sorry, whoops. I can read. I promise. Hair and body mist. Those. These are the. These are the items for the body. Um, and she has a scent bar that has several, several amazing, amazing, amazing scents, um, candles that you can burn in your home and just have it smelling super califragilis BSP Um, she also is doing a host of events in the district. Um, she uh, specializes in, um, these kinds of, uh, I think she calls them the scent bar um you, you uh the spice suite i'll leave the address and all that stuff in the description box below but you can um it's a monthly event that offers you um um creative freedom libations Ooh. you can create your own custom body oil using a variety of scents um she has these events If you go to zen and click on the events tab you'll see all the upcoming ones please please support nikki um, shout out to her for supporting me in my very first event. And I'm so excited that she will be sharing some of her, uh, fabulous, fabulous body products. Um, for the attendees, uh, they will be featured in the swag bag. So y'all make sure that you head over to zeninajar.com. I'll also leave her IG information and get your orders in. I'm going to tell you what I know. Nikki is selling out of these products because she is the boss with the sauce. I'm telling you, these candles are going to get you chose in the new year season. I want you all to get out here and just, you know, do yourself a favor and just smell good, you know, smell, smell amazing. Nice to walk into your house and it smells delicious. Absolutely. Your house should smell amazing. Your body should smell amazing. Take, this is, this is a lesson in self-care, honey. Cause we mm-hmm. always feel better when we, when we smell better. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a <laughs> tagline. Somebody pay me. Yeah. So check out dot com. Check out zeninajar Jar on IG. Support Nikki. I think she's coming on Friday to the event. So be sure to stop by and say hey to
0: us. Can't
1: wait. And yeah, that shout out to my sis. So y'all check it, check it out.
0: Kitchen table talk time. Gather around, boys and girls. Pull up your chair. Scoot. scoot, scoot, scoot. All right. Remember that Campbell Soup commercial with the little black
1: family and a little boy was like, pass yeah. it down. <laughs> pass it down. <damn. laughs> pass it down.
0: I wonder where he is. I hope some more flourishing.
1: I hope he is as well. I hope he's like a. I hope he's like an engineering major at Morehouse or something. That would do my heart some 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 good. Where you at, boy? You
0: know. Pass it down. Where you at? <laughs> Pass it down, boy.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna would, find that commercial on YouTube, please. And
0: tweet it tweeted, please. Oh my it god. Tag me in it so I see it. Pass it down. <laughs> <laughs> you just what are you eating at the kitchen table today?
1: You know what? I made myself a healthy dinner tonight. Oh, that makes me so happy to hear. A
0: very healthy.
1: You say that like I don't be cooking. I cook.
0: Yes. Go back and listen to the past few episodes where you've been eating spider webs and I don't, pepper <coughs> packets. Because I'm tired. I know. I get it. I'm but I'm so happy so to hear you cook. Tired. What you make? What
1: you make? Only because it was very quick. Um, I made some ground. I mean, it's not like gourmet. This is not like culinary fine. What was it? What was it? (laughs) I love that little boy. (laughs) Uh, Somebody tell I am Zoe, I say hi. (laughs) What was it? What was it? What was it? Um, (laughs) He is my boo. He don't even know. He doesn't. Oh, I love him so much. But I just made some ground turkey. I seasoned up some ground turkey and I made some sauteed spinach and some cauliflower rice. And I just mixed it all up in a glorious bowl of deliciousness. And that's what I ate. I love a rice bowl. I love it all healthy with the
0: cauliflower rice. But rice bowls are like, they're always the saving grace. You can literally put anything in a rice bowl.
1: Man, I wish I would have had. And then I got mad because when I opened up the refrigerator, I forgot that I had some turkey smoked sausage. I would have threw that in there too. But that'll be for tomorrow's Mm -hmm. rice bowl.
0: Mm -hmm. Make Uh, you a jambalaya rice bowl.
1: It was a good time. What are you snacking on, sis?
0: I'm not snacking. I'm never snacking. I'm eating. I um Oh yeah. I made that so I I guess nigga said it was a fancy uh soup from Italian from Olive what's the shit called? Olive Garden. But I made some soup with some kale, um some sa- Italian sausage, onions, garlic, cream, white wine. I saw that on your IG. Yeah, it's delicious. It's it looked decadent Ooh. it looked very rich it was very rich so i paired it i had a really like i had a do you ever get like a like a um a craving for salad okay so i do <laughs> and i was like if wait what but you, i was oh, not okay oh i I'm thought sorry. you were nodding sarcastically like mm, no no
1: i was mm. nodding. i was nodding in agreement I know that you eat salad. I love salad, but I Is that your pipes clinking? Yeah. Nigga, I... Come on for this <laughs> New York City heat. That made me feel like home. That made me feel like home again. I just feel all warm and tingly on the inside. <laughs> all through the winter season of getting grown. That's how you know it's winter time. <laughs> when you in the New York City, like, it's just the pipes knocking. <laughs> When your pipes start bringing in the noise and bringing in the funk just in the middle of the night. Just ca-ca-ca! they'd be with ca-ca-ca-ca-ca! and then the whistle.
0: Ca-ca-ca! I know, right? <laughs>
1: You'd be like, yes, that heat is popping. I'm about to take I'm my car. It'd be a balmy movie. 89 degrees
0: in your house. Nigga, when your heat, okay, let, for those are, for our listeners who do not live in New York City and do not understand New York City heat, and for our listeners who do live in New York City and understand New York City heat, you'll know exactly where we're coming from. But let me describe it for those who don't know. It's like Hawaii in your house. It'd be hot as hell. You walking around in wife beaters and shorts and, and, and Nike sandals because it is 93 degrees in your house and there's nothing you can do about it because you've got no control
1: you don't and it's just amazing (laughs) it is really one of my favorite times of the year because it could be literally 16 degrees outside and you will be in your house in your drawers like yes in your drawers i feel like i'm at the beach
0: yes (laughs) oh so new york city heat is it's just as strong as we are but um sorry that was a tangent I, i apologize that that's okay. I'm. I'm so glad that I was able to bring you that moment of nostalgia for a moment.
1: Oh man, I needed that. I did because my heat, my my heat don't make no noise here in in B&B. I know. Sometimes I wish your heat's like a Prius. It is. <laughs> it's, it's like a hybrid. It's like a. To- it's like my, a hybrid car.
0: <laughs> don't make noise. My grandparents have a Prius. The first time we got in it and they pulled off, I was like, "When did y'all turn it oh on? My gosh. <laughs> is this car running? I didn't know." <laughs> Is it running? Wait <laughs> right a minute. Like, <laughs> so when we parked, I'm like, well, is it off? Are you sure? Do you know?" But anyway, yeah, I just had me some soup and a really nice salad. I made a Cobb salad. Niggas love a Cobb. I love a Cobb, man. I don't know. Niggas There's just, it's got bacon and egg. I think that's why, because the <laughs> Cobb salad is like a
1: it's very indulgent. Like you feel yeah. like you're doing okay because you had a salad, but it's really just like a whole. It's like you know, it's just missing the bread. Everything else is there.
0: I made bread. Of course, Well, n- never mind. So I just had a delicious ass, full ass, healthy ass, and decadent, opulent, indulgent ass meal. Well, that sounds divine. Hope you guys are having
1: good snacks and meals at the kitchen table as well. But we're going to jump into today's topic. Um, we're going to talk about uh, changing your narrative. Yes. Um, and to set this up, so many, as many of you may or may not know, Jade and I both posted it on our IG, but Getting Grown was featured with 11. I think the list was 12.
0: 12.
1: It was 12 others, so we were 13. Oh, yeah, 11
0: others, sorry. So we were, 12, we 12 were 12. listed with the 11 other.
1: <laughs> uh, 11 other black blogs um, as, uh, I don't even remember, it was like 12 blogs that'll get your life together for 2018 or something mm-hmm. on the XONicole.com a website so we were featured with you know two dub queens and you know some of the some of the uh, other more popular um blogs out there for black women we were so super hyped and grateful to be included it and it's such a esteemed company in the, blo- in the uh, podcast uh osphere <laughs> podcast osphere anyway darling hello <laughs> so uh <laughs> yeah but we started talking about uh nicole of uh, Kane, formerly Nicole Bidgey and her transition and that prompted a broader discussion and what it's like or you know just kind of the process of changing um, your narrative so sis you want to for those of you who may not know w- Nicole's story you want to
0: kind of give an overview Sure Um. so I personally I, I, I wasn't you know big on the internet and back in the day my friends put me onto a little blog called YBF Oh, YBF is my boo still. Right. So YBF was my joint and that's what I would go. And I would, I would read all the little stuff. And I did, I was very unfamiliar with the internet at the time. So then of course that sparked your curiosity and trying to figure out what else is going on out there. And one of the sites that I saw was Nicole bitchy. This was probably 2007, maybe 2008 and uh, maybe yeah, 2007, actually 2006, seven. And I saw Nicole bitchy and you know, I'm going to be very honest. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't really for me. You know, I was like, all right. So one gossip blog is enough, but this is, this is a bit much for me. So I'm good. You know, never really paid it much attention anymore. Fast forward. We all know who Exo Nicole is now. Right. And when we were featured and, um, and Kia is actually, I think Kia is the one who brought it to my attention. I was like, oh, I was like, that's really dope. You know, that's really awesome. That's a good look. And then I was just like, wait, and I saw the tagline for Exo Nicole and I said, well, is this the, I was like, was this the girl who, who had the site Nicole bitchy? And she was like, yeah, her name is Nicole Kane. And so that is what sparked Key and I's conversation. Cause it was like, oh, well, I knew Nicole bitchy to be a completely different site than Exo Nicole. Cause Exo Nicole is super empowering of women, of black women, um, and it, just a very positive site, whereas Nicole Richie was a gossip site. And so I thought it was really awesome that I didn't even associate her originally or associate her site originally with the site that she had before. And that's no shade to what she had going on before. You know, it's just nice to see that she turned it into such a positive direction. And so when I brought, you know, I brought that up to Kia and she said, well, you know, that sparks a really good conversation as we're entering the new year right about you know especially people we cuz we've spoken to people in their 20s but maybe people who are where we are even a little bit older um who might want to change their personal narratives
1: right so i mean i you know doing more and more um i did a bit more reading on nicole i read her story um and that that she shared um and she talked a lot about you know being, you know, as a virtue, um, let me get myself together. As a in in terms of her circumstances, she lost her parents, she lost her job, she was kind of like down, and that 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 experience, um, you know, in terms of struggling to find work and figure out what she was supposed to be doing with her life, kind of led her uh, into the world of blogging. Um, and you know, she wasn't wasn't something that she was pursuing. Um, for the purposes of a career at the time, but it kind of just grew into this huge, huge website. Um, that became one of the more popular urban websites. Um, mm-hmm. of you know, of the you know, two thousand eight, the two thousand. I would say between like two late two thousand seven and two thousand nine is really kind of when it boomed, and then it continued to just grow and grow from there. Um, and she was you know on paper, like on the internet, it looked like she was you know living this fabulous life and going to all of these awesome events and being invited to do these speaking engagements and kind of, you know, rubbing shoulders with celebrities. And everyone thought that, you know, she had arrived and had reached this sort of professional peak, um, and, you know, was successful. And to a certain degree she was in terms of she was bringing in money and had all this, had new levels of access and that kind of thing. But uh, she felt unfulfilled and started to feel some conflict between what she was actually doing um, as far as running a gossip blog and being so steeped in other people's business mm-hmm. um, and that she felt a conflict with what you know her own personal values were and what she felt like her purpose in life was. Um, and that conflict really started to have some negative implications on her life. So she saw it how it was negatively impacting her health, both physically and emotionally. And, you know, how it was like starting to wear on her in terms of her relationships and her outlook and all kinds of things. So she made started to make decisions to want to change. Um, She said she did some work in terms of going to therapists and life coaches to just try to get to the bottom of what she was feeling. and, you know, through all of that, she came to realize that, you know, blogging in the way that she was blogging or had been blogging, although successful and lucrative, was not really what she wanted to do. And as such, she started, you know, trying to figure out and, def- and find her purpose. Um, so as Jay said, we just thought that that would be. Especially at the end of the year, especially those of us who have faced different Challenging circumstances in 2017 and find ourselves in positions where it's like, you know, I'm unfulfilled or I'm not satisfied or I just feel like that there is more to what I'm what I currently have, whether that be in terms of your finances, in terms of your personal life, in terms of your romantic life, in terms of your professional career and trajectory. Um, and you know, you want to move, you want to change something. You just know that you're not happy. You may not know exactly what it is or what you want to do, but we wanted to talk through that and hopefully uh, have some conversation that will give us all some steps and things to think about as we move forward and try to change aspects of the narrative, you know, or the story of our own lives. Mm -hmm. So I guess I'll start I, I do have a question I want to ask okay. you first, and then we can kind of jump into, um, the conversation. So are there things, uh, I mean, and if you, you don't have to get too deep, like as far as like, you know, fundamental, <laughs> fundamental values and truths in your life. <laughs> um, but are there things that you are unsatisfied with now? Um, and things that you want to change, uh, moving forward? Like, are there things that you can pinpoint or is it just if you have like a sense that you know that you're just not happy with?
0: Um, yeah, I don't love my day job. I, <laughs> you know, and, and a lot of people would say, oh, it's, it's it's glamorous and you get to go to different events as well. But I don't love my day job. Right. It's not at all what I um, thought I would be getting into when I originally went into the position. And um, it's not fulfilling and it's not what I want to do ultimately at all. It's just something that makes sure that I have insurance, <laughs> and mm-hmm. you know it. It 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 helps me to keep going every single day to pay my bills, while I continue to work on what it is that I actually do want to do, mm-hmm. um, and while I am working towards doing what I want to do. So yeah, I think right now is really is I'm I'm not fulfilled in what I get up and go to work and do every single day, um. And then, you know, on the flip side, because we we speak about how, because changing your personal narrative can come from so many different circumstances that happen in your life. It could just be that you're complacent with where you are. Um, It could be, you know, you're not happy in your career and you want to make a change. It could be that you want to go back to school. You're dealing with a layoff. You're dealing with some sort of life change. I know that I, I was laid off pretty early. I've actually been laid off two times in my 20s. Uh, one of them was a job where I knew it wasn't really going to go anywhere because I ended up changing my major. And so that's not what I wanted to do. So that was a blessing in disguise. And then the second one actually was more of a hard hitter. And that was the one where I thought I was doing what I was going to be doing for quite some time. And then it was like once once it came to an end, I didn't know what the next step was going to be. Um, but let let's let's flip it back on you. What about you? Have you had... Um, because you have a really dope career that you've worked on that you've worked really hard on, and you're at a place in your life, career-wise, that a lot of people cannot say. You're really doing what you set out to do. But, um, so, yeah, do you have something in your life in which you feel that you are unfulfilled, maybe or one of the things that I, I I know that I need to
1: make a change, um. And I'm not in, and I'm still trying to figure out, you know how to walk out that change. But one of those things is I would really I' really I got stinking thinking. <laughs> um, I think that a lot of times, I feel like I've said this before, but disappointments and challenging experiences and and you know, having to face hard things can sometimes skew your perspective mm-hmm. and make you super critical or pessimistic or anxious or worried. Um, And I have found that my mentality and the way that I think about certain things, uh, it's not healthy and it's, Mm -hmm. you know, rooted in different kind of pathologies and things that I, I know that I've experienced, you know, when I was younger and then throughout my life. So I give one example is the way in which I relate to money. Being, I, I believe that being rich is, is a function of, um, being, being rich and, and being, you know, having some sort of like economic wealth is a function of, you know, what you have, like in terms of assets, whether that be cash or properties, like being rich is, you know, having certain things. But I feel like you can, ha- you can be rich. And have a poverty mindset mm-hmm. um, and and that you know threatens the sustainability of any kind of wealth that you will ever have mm-hmm. or ascertain so um maybe ascertain was totally not the right word right there but I knew what you were trying to say yeah. <laughs> I'm tired I'm, I'm tired <laughs> I, I know so. I'm sorry I know but um yeah I'm trying I'm trying look my energy is up see it's up um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so um I say that to say I know that I don't relate to money in ways I like I don't move around money like a boss. And if I say I want to be a boss and not in that cliche way that all you niggas be hashtagging on Instagram. Oh no. I'm talking no, about no. like in as I'm an
0: not talking <laughs> about <payday>. as,
1: as <laughs> an actual uh you know entrepreneur as someone who is not only um Ha- that has wealth, but generates wealth and generational wealth, like as someone who wants to you know change things mm-hmm. within my family structure like you know generationally, I know that I cannot do that if I continue to think like you know we' still struggling right it's hard like you know how you know when you lose weight, but if you if you lose weight, but you still think and function and carry yourself like a big girl like you, you're cheating yourself from, you know, really living within from your accomplishment of, right. of to do what you want. Exactly. To. Exactly. So I, I moving forward, one of the things that I know that I need to change is I need to put money in its proper place in my life. Um, because right now it just stresses me out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> that's
1: not, you know that's not the kind of mindset that you have when you have the goals that I, that I have. So Mm -hmm. I know that going forward, I need to make changes and I need to change that narrative. So the narrative that I have in my mind is that, you know, there's always going to be a lot of bills. It's always going to have, you're always going to have, you know, this looming kind of debt. It's always going to be burdened down. You're always going to have to think about certain things. And that's not how, that's not the narrative that I want going forward in my life um, and I need to break away from that narrative and make a hard switch um, and I'm not entirely sure how to go about that but that's
0: something that I'm actively
1: working on
0: well I was reading an article on psychology today uh, and Key and I actually found some really good points from the article that could help not only both of us but any any of us who are listening to the show today to help some steps that might help us to change our personal narrative and figure out the best direction in which we need to go and how we can get to where we want to go and how we can get to our goals. Sure, you're right. So I'll go ahead and start. Um We've listed six, six, seven. You know, I can't see blind as a rat. We've listed six bullet points of some ways in which um, you can help to change your personal narrative and figure out something that is going to help you to be fulfilled. And it's not always we spoke earlier about how about big things, career changes and going back to school and all of that. But sometimes it's small things in our lives as well um, that can Leave us feeling like we're unfulfilled. But hopefully some of these steps will help you guys and it'll help us as well. The first one is identifying the source of your unhappiness.
1: Right. Right. Indeed.
0: So that's figuring out, first of all, what the hell your problem is. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mean, if you if if, if we're going to just, you know, just be clear about it. What the hell is wrong with me?
1: I mean, it could be. I mean, it's just a matter of pinpointing it. Right. So when you read Nicole, uh, Nicole Kane's story, she talks Mm -hmm. about, you know, even though she was doing things that she thought she wanted to do. I think that a lot of that comes with acknowledging that maybe what you thought you wanted or what you thought or how you thought things were going to be or, you know, the plan that you created, it might be a part of that might be acknowledging that that might not be the way that it's going to go. <laughs> right. Um, so having, you know, it might be a matter of, you know, managing um, lofty expectations or even kind of dealing with unex- dealing with um, or like the fluidity of learning how to adapt to to the fluidity and the, how life can be so dynamic and change in an instant. So it, it may be a matter of just pinpointing. OK, so I thought that this was going to work out. But I still don't feel like, you know, something is not jiving, something is not coming together in terms of, you know, I don't feel like happy. I don't feel like I thought I would feel. So
0: what exactly is the issue? And that might take some time. So. Right. Because I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. No, 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 no. Go for it. The the thing is, you don't want to be you don't look at the when you're identifying the source of your, your unhappiness. You can't look at your entire life and say, I hate everything right now. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You you can't act like you're on your period where we literally hate everything. Um, you need to figure out and sit down and really put some thought into it. And like Kia said, pinpoint exactly what it is that is that is leading to the source of that unhappiness.
1: Right. And, if, and this is not something that you would may want to do, by yourself or in a vacuum. Right. Um, it might be something that you want if is if, it, if it's pursuing, uh, a counselor or talking. Your personal to... board of directors. Oh, there you go. Come on and plug the few uh, <laughs> previous episodes. But yeah, friends that you trust, um, mentors, your mom, your parents, you know, people who you have healthy relationships, people who know you mm-hmm. super well, um, and can help you kind of look through things objectively to kind of, uh, figure out or ascertain now that now we say the word ascertain this is where it's applicable. <laughs> so, to figure out exactly what it is that is causing the dissonance or like the you know that that i'm i'm trying to nagging remember. ass feeling yes <laughs> that terrible feeling in your gut is just like i don't really like this like i, hate this right I now. actually
0: don't like like have you, you like ever that day I got, like that day we got them steak and eggs you're right
1: You're right. And you be trying to make yourself like it. It's like, okay, it's Mm -mm. not that bad. And I have had so many of these, this kind of dissonance I have felt dating. Like, you know, (laughs) you know, like you be dealing with, because especially it's it's a, it's a, it's a a tight rope. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a, I don't know. I can't find my words tonight, but (laughs) it's a, a different kind of a fine line to navigate, I should say. Because mm-hmm. you don't wanna be the girl who's super picky. You know, you know you like what you like or you think you know what you like, right? Mm-hmm. And you feel like, you know, he gotta be, he gotta wear Jordans, he gotta be six three, he gotta have perfect <laughs> teeth. He gotta do, you know, he gotta have a six pack. He gotta have, you know, a six figure job. He gotta drive this kind of car. Like you have all of that. And then you get all of that, right? And y'all are out at um Friday. Wherever Molly, wherever Molly was. <laughs> <laughs> wherever Molly
0: was when she met that
1: guy exactly wherever Molly was okay so y'all go to some swanky hipster gentrification restaurant right and y'all sitting there eating with your with small
0: tacos yes and you're eating your,
1: <laughs> eating your eating your small bites and you talking to him and he's looking at you and you're just trying to smile and be mm. have the time of your life but on the inside mm. you just like I do not like this nigga like <laughs> woo look at this like, my, like you're having a, a like conversation them like, the he, this is not it. My God. No. But you have to... T- and then you're dealing with like, oh my God, but girl, he got... Look at these pretty teeth. And oh my God, mm-hmm. he look at... You know, he's dressed the right way. He smells the right way. But he ain't... Like, you know, something is just not there. So... Oh my God, he's communicating effectively right now. Exactly. Oh my God. Oh my God like, or he's not. Like, there's always something, <laughs> right? So like, he could look amazing, but he might be dumb as a box of rocks. So, like, I mean, there's... all this kinds of it, you know, it, sometimes it takes trial and error, but this kind, that kind of feeling that kind of uneasy where you like talking yourself, you should not have to talk yourself into anything that Nothing. is meant for you as far as like your purpose and what, you know, God has for you or, you know, whatever, whatever you feel is what you're here to do. Um, that kind of, I don't know. I mean, in my experience, you don't really have that. Like when you, when you get to the point, like right now, when I go to work, I don't question whether or not I'm supposed to be at this job. Like, it's a blessing. I'm not out here. Like, oh, you know, when I leave here, like, I don't think like that at all. I Especially do. since, I mean, I, I feel you. Okay. Um, Cause I have definitely not always been in this place. This might be the first time ever where I have felt this <laughs> way. But, um, <laughs> I definitely, I definitely feel like I lost my train
0: of thought. <laughs> oh <laughs> it happens to me all
1: the time. I mean just like that, it was like somebody snatched it out of my brain. Yeah.
0: What was it happens that? all the time.
1: Oh my word. Welcome. Oh, I hate
0: this. I know. It's literally the worst. Well while it- you're thinking about it. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're fine. So that first step is identifying the source of your unhappiness with all that we said. That is what it is. Identifying the source of your unhappiness, pinpointing what it is that is making you feel um, unfulfilled in whatever it is that that you are going through. Step number two. Figuring out the contrast. And whenever it comes to you, sis, feel free to just start talking. No, no, I
1: think that's tip of sale. Maybe that was the Lord saying, girl, (laughs) you have said enough. I'm going to shut up now.
0: (laughs) Figuring out the contrast. So we talked about identifying what is making you unhappy, but what's going to make you happy? What is your definition of success? What outcome are you looking for? And you need to be very clear and specific in what it is that you're looking for. I agree. And I mean, um,
1: I was talking to one of my close friends about this recently. um, And she was telling me, you know, especially because, you know, we go to school and we do what they tell us to do, right? You know, you go to school, you get the good job, right? (laughs) And I got this good job. And I mean, this is what it was all for, right? I got this good job. Um, and you work the job for a couple of years and you making money and you paying your bills. And then one day you look up and you at your desk and you're like, I don't really want to do this. And then you, (laughs) I don't want to do this anymore. Right. Um, but I've put so much time. Right. But I've invested all this time, blah, 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 blah. And I think Nicole, um, (laughs) when in Nicole's story, she actually talked about how important it, like she doesn't consider, you know, that time wasted at the end of her little, uh, I guess, blog or where she was sharing her story. She was saying, I I thank all of those opportunities. I mean, I thank all of my previous uh, experiences, even, you know, the ones that were super uncomfortable and realizing that, you know, none of my time was wasted. But I say all that to say, um, and when I was having my conversation with my friend about this, about, you know, trying to figure out what it is she didn't like about her current situation and how to fix it. She was like, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want to do. I just know that I don't want to do this. And I was like, well, let's take away all the barriers right now and think about, think in terms of ideals. So if you yep. had, if, if you had, you know, the genie from Aladdin, you know, jumped out of your um, Louis Vuitton everful right now and said, hey girl, you got one wish like Ray J singing in the rain and you can literally do whatever you want um right What what would that be and she was like I would have to think about that I was like yeah don't think about money don't think about don't think about uh bills don't think about anything you have to you know all any of your responsibilities but just think if I had a blank check if I could literally do whatever I wanted what would that be and that's where we started and I think that that's a mm-hmm. great way to just kind of figure out what would make you happy? And from that kind of ideal kind of pie in the sky exercise, you can start to dwindle down to that more specific definition of what success would look like for you.
0: And that's, and like we said, you need to be specific and clear in what that is. And so um, let's say you have that magic genie and he asks you what you want. And you say, I want to lose weight. I want to be thinner. well, If he makes you look like Kate Moss and that's not what you were going for, you was out here trying to look like, I don't know, Ashanti, because maybe she's thinner than what you got going on right now. And this is not shit. This is just an example. So just don't be looking too deep into it. But what I'm saying is, if you could have anything you want, you need to be very specific. And what it is that you want from that. Right. So you take it and you break it down. You figure out what it is that it's going to make you happy. And then pinpoint those specific and clear definitions of what that's going to go into and what that looks like for you. True.
1: Um, The next one, I think, is isolating the things that you can control. Right, sis? Yep. So I I think this is a real, 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 real important one. Because, Mm -hmm. um... We, you know, but we have but so much uh, control over anything in life. Right. Um, and I think a lot of times I know me, I can get mired down in um, the skyscraper level thinking. Like mm-hmm. I'm thinking yeah. like world change. I think I'm thinking world change <laughs> when I like how can I change the world when I really need to be thinking, how can I get to get out of my house on time and get to work? Like, so you know, sometimes we have to be you know it te- and i'm not saying that change the world thinking is a bad thing but you have to take practical steps to get to change the world thinking at least in my experience that's what i have learned so you have to take the steps again to shout out one of the previous episodes that we've had this is this is going to be a process of you know changing uh changing your narrative changing your situation nicole talked about uh, launching a site before exo nicole um you know, just after she left Nicole bitchy and she said, she felt, you know, she was just really excited about this change and, and wanted to jump right out in there and found herself because she hadn't really thought through the steps of, you know, all the moving pieces. She found herself mm-hmm. in a situation where she, you know, wasn't able to maintain the growth of the website, um, by herself. And, you know, as such, you know, this it had, it, it's, folded um and she to that she said you know it was it was an awesome she doesn't regret that experience but she absolutely took the lessons from that experience into her planning and being more conscious of every element that she had control over in developing exo nicole and Mm. and was able to create the site that you know has you know is, is the success that
0: it is today Exactly. That third step, isolating the things you can't control and you can influence because you, you can't do anything with things that you have no control of. <laughs> you can't
1: do nothing. And, with
0: and people that you have no control exactly. of. Exactly. And resources that you have no control of. So all you can do right. at that point is try to figure it out for yourself first. Really figure out what steps that you can take initially uh, to get that going. And so the next one from that is creating a plan of action. Totes. Go ahead, so it's i mean it's just pretty self-explanatory like once really <laughs> <is>. once you,
1: <laughs> once you know you know once you feel like you um know what your definition of success is and have a sense of you know the context or the frame around how you can make that possible i mean frame around what that is you start to think critically about how you can make that possible you you definitely you make a plan and you do it and I mean, you will have to adjust the plan. The plan is not written in cement; it's written, no. it's written in pencil. And you literally just take one step at a time. And if you have to revise as as you go, then you do that. Which you will exactly, which you absolutely will. But yeah, it's it's just about creating the plan and and trying, cr- just at least having
0: a some sense of roadmap before taking the next step exactly and then the next step from there is actually choosing a criteria for making that shift so what you do is after you you set that plan and you figure out what it is you want to do you start to do your research you start to get more in detail this is all about detail and pinpointing certain things and so um you choose that criteria so you want to move um the, the article brought out, let's say that one thing that is making you unhappy are very somewhere where you're living that has very cold winters um, and you want to go somewhere with a warmer climate all year round. Well, from there, you figure out what kind of warmer climate you want to go to. Where is it? You want to move to Florida? You want to move to Hawaii? You want to move to Australia? What kind of things do you care about? And so making a list and having something to refer to uh, will help you and choosing the criteria for making the shift that it is that you want
1: show you right and and you,
0: you want to do the last yeah, man. one the
1: last one is a super simple step and we're going to be absolutely finished with this um is uh you just put one foot in front of the other sis and you go yep. you geo green light green means go as beyonce said go. yes um, go. you told go. It's, it's just a matter go. of taking the first step i can totally speak to this right now because you know type of fast and taking care is actually happening and this is completely like a a case case study it's an example of this process because i don't want to say that it it, it was rooted in a place of unhappiness but there there was something in me that was just like i could be doing more um what can Mm -hmm. i do to take uh team typing fast from a hashtag to making it something that's tangible and real and something that we can point to um, and something that we can, you know, make it big and make it impactful. Um, because I think that it's something that we can all relate to because regardless of what our actual professions are, we all have work to do, right? Mm-hmm. And regardless of what our goals are, all of that, like we all have something that we can be doing and Team type of fast is not, like I said before, it's not about like the end result. Like we get it. Like you defended your dissertation. You got the job. You passed the bar. You wrote the book proposal. You started the blog. You started the podcast. That's amazing. But you know, let's, let's sit and talk to, through the steps that you took to get to that place and all the things that you learned there. And like, what can you share about your experience that's going to help somebody coming behind you? And how can we help mm-hmm. one another? You know, and it, what what does this mean for the next step? You know what I'm saying? So that's really, all. it's all about me wanting to take this jump, this leap to like, I don't know how, I've never done an event before. And let me say this real good so y'all can hear me. I don't have the money
0: <laughs> <laughs> to be
1: sponsoring no events. Okay. <laughs> I'm in here trying to make my rent every month. And I'm every single I am month. Looking, I am looking around every day. I ask myself, when I look at my little budget spreadsheet, I'm like, who told me? Who told me that I should do this, that I should do this now? And I'm dealing with all of that anxiety and all of that. I don't know if this is going to work, but you just I just put it out there. It started with a tweet like, hey, would y'all come to this? And then it started with the, um, okay, we'll do something small. I'm just going to shoot to sell 25 tickets. And then y'all bought them. (laughs) And, you know, it just kept going and going and going. And now it's literally like in a couple of days and I'm still very stressed out. But I'm trying to just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Like that's really all I'm trying to do.
0: That's all you can do. I mean... It's the same thing. I, it, I don't have a team t- <laughs> type. And and take no, but care. you have um, the you had the your pop ups and the dopest dinner party. So, Indeed. you know, I've been talking about doing video content for some time. I know you guys are always reaching out, telling me to do recipes and cookbooks and things like that. I'd be happy to when you, you niggas come and sit down with me and write out some recipes <laughs>
1: and right. format my you know shit. I mean, it actually, you got to do some typing fast yourself,
0: sis. Um, you got to write down the recipe. I have to write the recipe And type them up, sis. Ooh, and y'all know I hate the computer. But <laughs> I, you know, when it came to the dopest dinner party, I had been talking for so long about doing so many things with Jade of all Jades and, you know, you always, life happens and life happens fast all the time and you're always trying to figure, I'm always trying to figure out, okay, how can I make this work with with um you, you know maybe current circumstances and so when santana hit me up like i'm in atlanta you're gonna come to atlanta to do this dinner party or what it was like you know what fuck it <laughs> and right i did it you know what i'm saying and i'm broke just <laughs> as well <laughs> as well also in addition right. to please um, hello But we made it work and it was fun. It was dope. You know what I'm saying? My homeboy Wally came and he DJed for me and you know, we were able to find a place that worked for us for the moment and we planned this event out of state in a state that neither one of us is super familiar with. And it happened. You know what I'm saying? And now I would love to do more. And now I'm talking about coming to LA and like you know, going to different places and doing and and doing these dopest dinner parties. So, you got Kia with her event coming up on Friday. Plug, 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 <laughs> plug, plug, plug. Um, more dopest dinner parties coming to you, and more content coming to you. And you know, we just want to wrap this up by saying, if there's any sort of shift that you want to make, don't think that it's too late in order for you to do. It's you never know, for too you to late. Do so. It's never too late. It's it's never too no. late.
1: There's nothing that you need to undo. I think one of the one of the huge takeaways from Nicole's story is that uh, for me is that, you know, she went from literally a life where her whole life was about mess. And gossip mm-hmm. and negativity. And she was literally able to turn that around. And what's most beautiful about that is that the same people who were reading the mess are now reading the dope stuff. It's not like people was like, oh, I don't mess right. with her no more. But the same success right. that she had while she was doing the messy stuff that wasn't fulfilling her. When she when she decided to make the turn. um, I mean, I'm sure there was all kinds of embarrassment because, I mean, we don't have to get into it, but y'all know that Nicole was known for some of the salacious, like, for some salacious things. Like, there were many things associated to her
0: you know what I'm saying? All kinds and, of stuff. I mean,
1: we don't even know if that stuff is true, but I'm saying people were talking true, and connecting right. her to all kinds of that stuff. I'm sure mm-hmm. she probably felt some kind of way like how I'm just going to go from that to a website that's not about anything like that. And people are going to hit me all upside the head. Well, who does she think she is and everything like that right there? So all of that to say none of that stuff really matters. Like, and no. all of the, even, even that kind of stuff can be used to set you up um, for your purpose. Like none of that stuff is wasted. Um, and Jade and I are not talking about our particular ventures to, you know, be braggy or showing off. We no. are very humbly sharing the things that we're dealing with in our actual lives.
0: Current <laughs> struggles. Current, Current struggles. Jade can tell you that just before
1: <laughs> we started recording, I look like somebody walked off with all my stuff. Because I was, she looked like somebody walked. I in was her just face. in here, like, how I'm supposed to do this, though?
0: <laughs> I just don't have the rain. <laughs> I was like, it was like getting Noah up for school, impossible. Yes. I'm like, sis, He's like, what's wrong? Okay. Like, was, I, just,
1: was I just don't want to talk, like I. But you know, I'm just I'm stressed, not stressed, but stressed with a K. I so oh, I, I mean, we're just sharing, and that's why this this topic, I think. Resonate, shout out to Fran (laughs) (laughs) Resonate And shout out to Keisha too Because Keisha helped us to frame this in the very beginning Um, But um, I think that's why it resonates with us right now Because this is something that we are actually living And I know I am purposefully trying to make The next year my best year And not in that cliche Absolutely New new me kind of way But literally I'm literally trying to change things about myself and I want to move forward. I want to change the narrative, the story that I tell about what my life is supposed to be, who I, what my rep, how, the narrative that represents me in the world. So
0: Absolutely. Nicole gave
1: us a good example of how to do that. So we're trying to all follow that example, us together.
0: So we hope this is able to find you well in some sort of way. Um, if you're struggling in any area of your life, uh, hopefully some of these steps will help you to try to figure out what it is gonna have you living in your purpose. Um and we all gonna work on it together. True. Keep us posted. Let's move progress. on to the Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry. Yes. Keep us posted on your progress. Cause we absolutely love to read yeah, it. Yeah
1: man. And go ahead, sis, I cut you off. What were you going to say? On to the next segment.
0: Oh I was gonna say let's move on to the honesty box.
1: Honesty B's <laughs> okay.
0: Hey Honestly? Truly. Honesty box time. Hello, ladies. I want to start by saying I'm so grateful for the two of you. You bring me laughter and joy every week and great real ass advice to boot advice. Excuse me. To the heart of the matter. I am a Cleveland native, 31 year old single mom to a seven year old little girl. I've been working at my current company for a little over two years. And my career is advancing nicely based on my work ethic and relationships, especially considering I don't have a degree. I don't want to say I hate Cleveland, but it's cold AF. (laughs) Listen, that's real. Yeah, it is. The dating pool is whack, and because I never went away to school, I feel like I never got the opportunity to grow outside of my core family. All this being said, I want to move and start over somewhere else. Cleveland is all my daughter has ever known, and her whole world is here. We've talked about it, and while I think she understands that I want new opportunity for us, she's expressed that she doesn't want to leave her family and friends. Living with her father is not an option because irresponsible. I've been really serious about moving, but worrying about starting over with another company and her concerns are making me question it. Do I just say F it all and go or should I put her needs before mine and stay? Any insight you have would be appreciated. I love you both. Don't stop doing what you're doing because you're making an impact. Peace. L.
1: Oh, Thank you, Elle. That was thank so you, nice you say
0: We're not going to tell you what to yeah, do. Yeah,
1: I want to put that out there right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First and foremost. First and foremost. I mean, I think the first order of business is... uh, Hmm, I don't even know. To listen to the kitchen table talk. Yeah, (laughs) I was about to say. Um, I think... Did she say that her daughter doesn't want to go?
0: Yeah, she said her her daughter expressed concern about leaving her family and friends, which is understandable for a seven-year-old, and this is the only world that she's known. Yeah,
1: totally. I think, I mean, moves are scary. I mean, they're just challenging for grown people. So I can imagine what they're like
0: for kids. I would say, I would say first, first of all, there's nothing wrong with you wanting to step outside of your comfort zone and, and, and build a life somewhere where you feel like you can start over and you, cause again, this goes right along with the kitchen table talk. If you're not feeling fulfilled with where you are, you've already kind of identified what your issue is. From there, I would say, if that's what you want to do, and you thought really seriously about it. I mean, you always want to consider the opinion of your kids, um, and you always want to take take them into consideration at all times. But you, I, mama, gotta have a life too. I get it. I mean, yeah. And 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 the and the sh- she's young enough where she will adjust. So that's just being honest. However, her concerns are valid, and your concerns are valid. Right. Um, I think this you gotta find some balance. There's gotta be a compromise in there somewhere.
1: I do feel like. I would want, I mean, I'm not, I know that, you know, as a responsible adult, you would have more of a plan in place, but I do feel like more information would be beneficial to both parties. So Mm -hmm. maybe narrowing down or, you know, some viable options in terms of where this warmer place may be and what that what, what a move would look like. So maybe having more details will help you make a better decision. Even in terms of, and thinking, and I know you, like I said, I'm not at all suggesting these things, um, to say that you haven't, but just kind of saying, like, thinking it through all the way. So. What would school be like for her? What would childcare be like for her? What kind of job would you be able to get down there? But like, I think having more, more information, um, will help you kind of narrow down and define success specifically. Cause all I hear right now is like, you know, you know that you're unfulfilled and that's the first step. But you know, what does happiness look like? um, for you, I mean, you know, you don't talk about, I mean, at least not in the email, but, you know, just making sure that what your ideal in terms of what happiness looks like for you is, you know, defined with the same level of specificity as, as you define the problem. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. But I would say, you know, like Kia said, find some balance. So maybe you start to visit some places you know, start to see where you like. I don't know if you do a lot of traveling, but maybe that might scratch your itch a little bit in, in your consideration of not only, you know, where you want to move, but if you want to move, you know what I'm saying? Maybe you being able to get out of Cleveland and see some other places and go on, you know, maybe more frequent vacations, maybe you can budget for that. It'll help you and your daughter to kind of get out of that zone for a little bit and experience something new. Another thing too, as a mother, I want you to consider very strongly and again this is not kia and i telling you what to do (laughs) by any means it's just things that you want to consider um like kia said you want to fully think it through i would suggest also figuring out if you have a support system somewhere else right because some cousins that live somewhere some best friends or something you know what i'm saying because moving to a new place is hard and having the support of family and friends around you uh, that you know that you can call on can be hugely taken for granted when you are out of that that situation and out of that comfort. Um, I have been super blessed with an amazing mother in law, sister in law, brother in law, um, aunts, cousins. So Noah has a really tight village friends. Mm-hmm. Um, Noah has a super tight village, so I'm super blessed with that support system. But I have friends who are not. I have friends who have children, and half the time they don't have anybody to watch their kids. And that's not something that I've ever really had to worry about. But I we also consider moving other places as well. And because New York is is expensive. Sure is. (laughs) And we consider, you know, giving Noah a better quality of life and trying to move somewhere else. But we also have to take all of those things into account that right now we have a super strong support system Um, and we have to take advantage of that while we can. And so I think, like he has said, fully thinking your decision through um, and maybe, you know, like I said, visiting some of those other places, really considering considering it where it is you want to be, making sure that you do have the support that you have at home. um, Take all of that into account while you're thinking about what it is that you want to do. Yeah, man. But
1: yeah, we wish you all the best. Um, Absolutely. And I hope that I hope that we said something that's helpful because I really want to. I mean, I can definitely empathize with where you are And that's a tough
0: spot But we gonna figure it out, girl Send your honesty Make sure you're sending your honesty box questions To Podcast at gmail.com Thank you all for who have written in um, Even if you do not hear your honesty box on the air Please know that we are reading them all um, But it would be great if you continue to send And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. Petty, 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 petty. That's Amigos Adler. <laughs> it's time for the Petty Peeves. <laughs> it's time to put some Petty on Parade. My favorite part of the show. Um. So I'm going to read a listener's Petty Peeves today. Again, because it resonated with me. <laughs> Fran, Fran, <laughs> Fran- <laughs> My brother and I are both uh, my brother and I both still live at home and absolutely hate when my brother starts cleaning something and doesn't finish. He'll sprinkle Ajax or spray bleach all over the bathroom and leave. Now, I want to soak in a long bath after working two jobs and the tub is covered in Ajax. But because I want to match his petty, I just leave it and run down the street to my grandmother's and take a shower. Or what pisses my mom off the most is when he runs dishwater and leaves. Not only is he washing water. Is he, excuse me, not only is he wasting right. water, but dish soap as well, because when he comes back hours later, the water's too cold to wash dishes in. I will not cook dinner or bake around a dirty kitchen. That's gross. And my mother would kill me if I tried. I only, the ki- I only, <laughs> I only, I guess, use the, I. there's just a word missing, but it's okay. I only use the kitchen after he started if I have baking orders and deadlines. His excuse is always, I started dishwater and had to leave out real quick and lock myself out the house. If you start something, finish it. What the hell else are you doing all day? Not a damn thing. Just finish the damn dishes so we can all go on about our lives. The end of that petty peeve was really funny. Mm-hmm. But um, you're sitting on the couch, ain't you? Uh, anyway, <laughs> I niggas have a really bad habit of starting shit and not finishing it. I don't know what it is. That I don't is know like, if it's in. That is like a, whew, man, That that is a think piece for your nerves. Because I am, I finish, love my husband.
1: Finish, Richard. Sorry,
0: love, love, but my husband is good for washing a half a sink of dishes, and maybe wiping up a couple of crumbs, taking out the trash, and then saying, "Oh, well, I tried to do something." No, but try to do everything. Almost doesn't count. <laughs> almost almost, made almost you love me. Mm. I almost, almost more. But everybody knows Same. almost doesn't count. Ooh, that's the jam. Uh huh. Um Yeah. Almost does not count if you do not sweep the floor, clean the counters, clean behind the appliances, wash the dishes, and a bonus is dry them and put them away. Really? What's putting happening them
1: away? Up? Is really key.
0: It's it's that that is a bonus. I'll you know at least put them on the dish rack. But a sink full of dishes, clean or dirty, is nothing but irritating. Agreed. So thank you so much, Leah, for writing in with your petty peeve. Or oh, maybe you didn't want me to read your name, name because you called your brother out. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, Merry Christmas. Okay. Um, <coughs> our
1: next petty peeve is also going to be a listener letter or a listener, written, a write-in from a listener. Um. Uh, she writes, Hey, Jade and Kia, love the weekly doses of laughter and getting grown wisdom I get from you both. I spend entirely too much time alone, but your podcast makes me feel like I have (laughs) friends around each time I listen. Oh, boo. Yay. (laughs) Um, anyways, to my petty peeve, it's the holidays and everyone at work is in an old jolly mood. With this jolly mood comes the dreaded gift exchanges that everyone makes you feel bad about for not participating. This year, these white folks, she says she's the only Latina in the establishment, thought it would be a fantastic idea to do something called a white elephant gift exchange. I've never heard of such a thing until this year. I did when I worked for this white elephant company. Mm, See? (laughs) Words mean things. Basically, the idea of this white elephant is you pick a number, choose a gift, or elect to take someone else's gift based on the number order. Nothing irritates me more than doing gift exchanges where people do not put thought into the gift they bring or buy something they would not take care to take home themselves. Mm. Some of these cheap, non-thoughtful, and selfish white people really brought toilet paper, a singing toilet <laughs> paper holder, <laughs> children's makeup sets, sets what? dollar store children's games, and old lady candle holders as gifts. Please do not ever be involved in such work foolishness. And to those who bring raggedy gifts, please get gift cards instead of these terribly selected items. Thank you, ladies, and happy
0: holidays. Clearly, you picked up these items from the the gas station. You can pick up a gift card just as easily.
1: I think some. I mean, is it the white? I don't know because I don't feel like I've ever played this, but I've heard about it. And I think when people have described the
0: white elephant gift exchange to me, it's always gag gifts. Isn't it like? Oh, it's, I don't. I I didn't pay it much mind when my when the company that I worked for that actually did that when they did it. So I thought it was just a gift exchange.
1: I could be wrong, but I I do. I mean, I do not like a present that is just whack, useless. Like that is just, <laughs> and I don't. I, I That's why this particular um, email struck a chord with me because. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you how somebody would have got cursed out if I opened a box of toilet paper. Well, stop playing in my face. <laughs> toilet paper is expensive. It's jacks. Depends on what kind, <laughs> right? But I'm saying if you're gonna get toilet paper as a gift, you're not going. It's not gonna be good toilet paper. Yeah, you probably got
0: bodega toilet paper, and that should cut your ass in two. <laughs> that old snowstorm toilet paper when you run out, <laughs> you're yeah. you don't have no other choices. Oh, that's the worst. But anyway, yeah, be be thoughtful. I mean, and if you're doing something like gift exchanges, gift cards are always the way to go because no matter who gets them, they're gonna be just fine spending it the way that they want to. But stop getting these raggedy ass dollar store, Dollar General, Family Dollar ass gift cards. Oh, uh, uh, gifts. Ugh. For gift exchanges like that, I mean, I think the basis is like you know,
1: always bring something that you would be okay with receiving.
0: Right. Nobody wants to pack a pack of silly straws. Or you know some colorful napkins. Nobody wants that. <laughs> like, make sure you're giving things that people want. And that is all she wrote, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. Key and I are tired tonight. We're sorry if the energy <laughs> is down. I know that ain't what y'all want to hear, am but, <laughs> but I'm just trying not to yawn in the microphone. We have been, and every time she yawns, you know how the effect goes. So I'm trying not to yawn. Um. Thank you guys for listening to Getting Grown. Make sure you're sending your petty peeves, honesty box questions, kitchen table talk suggestions to Getting Grown Podcast at gmail.com. Um, can't wait to see you all at Team Typing Fast and Taking Care this Friday <laughs> it's in Washington, D.C. Damn. My um, face
1: will be in the place. Your face will be in the place. Our guest mixologist will be in hey. the building. Hey um so yeah it's gonna be a good time thanks to everyone who bought a ticket and supported thanks to everyone who's been sending me awesome tweets of encouragement saying that you have liked to come and you want me to come to your city i would love to come to your city and hopefully i'll be able to get myself together to do that in the future as well y'all keep me lifted in prayer here yeah? um yeah. but yeah until then we gonna get up off of here uh. Uh, and 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 yeah But hopefully you guys dug this week's episode. I really, really uh, enjoyed the conversation. I made my little notes and I will be journaling about it for the coming week about the things that I can do to change my narrative for 2018. Um, So, yeah, hopefully, yeah, um, hopefully y'all will find it helpful, too. Um, But, yeah, we're going to go. So remember to drink your water, mind your business and moisturize because your black will absolutely always crack if it's dry.
0: Bye. Peace out.